Want to build your very own airships for D&D 5e? Well, our upcoming shipbuilder app will come with hundreds of different parts that you can mix and match to build your dream airship. The process is really simple and fast. Just choose the parts you want, give the ship a name, and the app will do the rest, generating your ship's stat block and in-world build cost at just the click of a button. Want to upgrade your ship later? No problem, we've got you. You can save your ship's blueprint in the app. So take to the skies in a whole new way with our Airship Combat Kickstarter. Check it out now. Wow. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to You Wanna Do What? The podcast where Dungeons and Dragons sometimes happens. I am a Dungeon Master DM Duncan tonight. We are going to be joined by Lula the Legendary, Mary Bondress. Mug, no, Mog is out with literal food poisoning. So he is spending his day in bed with our well wishes. But first, I want to send some love to the guys over at the Real Fresh channel. You know them. You like them. Go follow them. Over to Primus Sharp Edge Dice for giving me the tools I'll be using to torture our players tonight. <laughs> also, a little bit of quick love to the guys over at Q-Code Dice. I just bought a D12 for uh, for where to hit on the body. It's a, it's a good chunky dice. It has weight. So uh, if you ever look for a D12 dice just to, to see where you hit, honestly, it, it's taking a lot of time instead of just deciding who's gonna do what. Just roll this a whole bunch and like a whole bunch of knees and arms and legs, and you're good. <laughs> then go over to the guys at Lizards and Locations. Check them out. The Hired Swords. I haven't talked about them in a while. I heard they've been winning some amazing awards, well-earned awards, of course. Don't forget, hello from the Magic Tavern, Gamma Radio. My dad wrote a porno. I don't know if anyone knows those guys. Follow us, and they have released. The Best of and Unheard Bits Part 3. So, for anyone who's ever had a labia a poppin', yes, I'm not kidding, go listen to My Dad Wrote a Porno. What we're going to be doing is... That's disturbing. Oh, have you not heard My Dad Wrote a Porno? Uh, Rocky Flintstone, the man who can write porn, he can spell porn, but he can't write it. Love that guy. Uh, retired Irish... Uh, Salesman slash electrical worker to fight the right That's all you gotta say. That's all you gotta say. He was Irish. That's all you got. Oh, it's top of the morning to you. <laughs> yeah, no. Now, this all all of our, now all of our Irish listeners hate us. Oh, I think they hated oh, us I long before the when I was... the Irish. Oh, when I was Bickle. All right. So let me set the ambiance. Oh, I gotta make it... I gotta make it all ill... Oh, there we go. Okay. Gonna make it a little spooky peaky. Spooky. The peaky. Alright. So, we rejoin everyone currently, waking up after a long rest. Lula, Mary Bondress, and Bickle Jr. noticing the currently vomiting figure of Mog as he wipes his face with the baby sheep unapologetically. Bickle Jr. presses takes him clean. As Mog suggests that go on without me, I'm gonna. Oh, that's 
And Pickle Jr. is just going to leave the room, and that is it. As Pickle Jr. leaves the room, he sees to his very easy-to-remember layout. Doors, three in front of him and one to the left. There's a staircase leading up and down. What do you guys want to do? Flip a coin to see if I should go up or down. Heads for up, tails for down. We haven't even gone on this floor yet. Oh, I guess, but we didn't really get to fully explore. Well, no, because I pissed myself on the way up here. That sounds like a you problem. The downstairs. Yes. Um. For those of you who, who haven't noticed, uh, we do have a new player, in fact, with us. Who? Um... I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hi. Lula's gonna. Lula's just gonna pause, blink, and go. I'm hearing a new voice, guys. I'm going to hold on to my baby sheep and just continue scowling at Bickle for using one of them as a bib. Oh, Mog. Sorry. Oh, motherfucker. You were delayed as well, babe. I know. I'm just going to hold on to my baby sheep scowling. Lula's going to, like, look around to, like, ensure there's nobody around me, like, is it a new voice? Is it really? It's a new one, right? Hello? Oh, I'm, I'm just waiting for you guys. I'm not saying anything until I'm told to. Oh, yes. Uh, for lack of a better way of saying it, uh, our new player has yet to be discovered. Oh, I'm just hearing a new voice. Cool. In the distance, yes. Cool, just making sure... So, Lula, do you want to explore the area? Would you like to go up to the next floor or go back down to the previous floor? New uh, new floor. We can. We have to come back the way we came just to make sure. Because, one, we can't leave Mog here. He's somewhere. Well, if we leave him here, he'll, he'll, he'll probably chase us down and make us, you know, you know, clean his shit. He'll be fine. He, he's a big boy. He can take care of himself. Uh, well then, I'll vote we go, well, there's only four doors here. There's the one to me left, there's the, and there's the three to me front. So, where to? Let's go to the front. Very well. <laughs> You see a locked door in front of you. As you, as soon as your finger touches the knob with a small, the knob falls away, rusted, revealing a small piano room with the floor caved in. You see the piano itself is about to cave in as well, and a desk on the far corner with various papers. Want to do. All right, you guys stay here. Um, 
I'm going to tell everyone to stay there. I'm going to fly uh, above and over to the desk with the papers to investigate that. Very well. You fly over. The very first thing you notice is a small creature pops out from under the desk. Make a stealth check. Ah! A what? A stealth? Am yep. I nearby at all? Where'd my dad go? There it is. You what? Here. Am I nearby at all? You are at the doorway. Doug! Am I going to hear her exclaim? Uh, yes. Well, he's having me do a, a roll. What was I rolling for? Sneak to see if it notices you. Oh, okay. Give me a second. Alright, I gotta, I gotta do math. One moment. Let me pull out the calculator. Can I walk in after she's exclaimed and ask what? No, not until I roll. Yeah. Because if she rolls high enough for the sneak check, you're not going to be able to find her. Hey, dog. Yes. What's a 36 get me? My intense and forever hate. You can't throw stealth against me and think I'm going to fail. Come on. Very well. As this creature My last name is Monster for a reason. As this creature pops out from the desk, skitters across, jumping from paper to paper, noticing there's nothing there, and then climbs down the hole. So we could. Um. ADM. As I go into the room, is there anything I need to be careful of possibly knocking over? No, but you do need to make a deck saving throw so you don't go through the floor. Okay. While he's Difficult. doing that and failing, um... Excuse you. I'm gonna go to rummage through the papers. Excuse you. Okay, yeah, I got a five. <laughs> With a five, you manage to fall with both of your legs stuck between the boards. Uh, make a strength check to get out. I have a negative two, dude. <laughs> Fail. DM. Negative one. So you rolled a nat one. Yes. Yes, and it was a minus two. I don't give a shit about that. You rolled a nat one. Mary Bondress. I have a quick question for you. <laughs> what? You wear pants? Like a kill. I do not wear pants. I wear a wool robe, and that is it. Okay. Uh, what, pray tell, is under 
rope. Nothing. Oh boy. Uh, for those of you at home who do not know, a nat one is a natural one on the die. I try to disguise that by sending the modifier of negative two. So that natural one, meaning that the worst thing that can possibly happen to you is now in my hands. I'm sorry, I'm manifesting it. I can't help it. <laughs> no! What have I done? You suddenly feel something crawl up each of your legs. Hey, DM. Uh-oh. Yeah. Yes. I'm casting Fire Shield on myself, setting the boots alight and also everything around me. First off, you're stuck in a hole. That doesn't mean I cannot cast a spell. You said it was my legs. True. There's a problem with you casting spells. The problem is that you have to survive two attack rolls first. That's, That's a natural 20. And a 5. And I'm changing I'm changing my spell by the way after I take the damage. So with a natural twenty, this little tiny creature claws up on you, plucks a single hair, and then crawls away. I'm going to use Misty Step to get out of the hole. You are now out of the hole. And I am going to cast fourth level Ice Storm into the hole. You fill the hole with ice. And that would be any crevice going down at 40 feet. I'm so Canadian. I know the snow. I got this. So, do I freeze that creature? That is for me to know. And you to find out. As Lula starts looking through a bunch of paperwork. Lula. Lula. Would you like to roll yeah. a D100, or would you like me to tell you what you find? Um, 
tell me where I find. Contracts from a local assassin's guild. Ooh, I'm keeping those. These are unfulfilled contracts. Mm. You can hire these people to put out. Well, you get it. Oh, yeah. That's all you find. Hmm. Okay. So I think at this point I'm kind of unfazed by his bullshit. So Lulu's just going to fly back out of. Well, I want to inspect the piano. Very well. You go up to the piano and you notice. Make a perception check. Half a dozen keys are missing and it hasn't been tuned in years. Mm, that's sad. If there's nothing else, I guess I'll just leave. Very well. There is a door to your left and two doors still in front of you. One of the doors in front. Very well. Any particular one? Uh, say the middle or the other one, the far left. What's on the left? I'm not telling you, I'm just telling you what the doors are. Left! Oh, you, want, you mean specifically the door on the left of the middle? Yeah! Oh, oh, my mistake. Wow. <laughs> I have to move all the sheep and everything over. You guys better get a freaking, like, better hire somebody to move all your damn sheep. Or just a group picture. All right. You come to the left door. Lula, make a perception check. Roll one. Fifteen again. You swear you hear breathing from inside the door. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Can I continue on and join her? You certainly can. With my family of sheep just buying. So much for stealth. Fucking A. So, yeah. If you want to make a stealth, by the way, Mary, you're going to have disadvantage for obvious reasons. 
That's fine. All right, you come to the door. You notice this is no ordinary wooden door. This is a carved stone door. Interesting. Hand card? You can make an arcana check. Okay, hold on. Hey, DM. Well, This door has known magic, but you're not sure exactly how. Can I try something? I'm gonna I'm gonna use pass wall. All right, pass wall. <laughs> Wooden plaster or stone surface. Da, 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 da. Very well. <clears throat> As you cast Passwall, you do have to have a pinch of sesame seed to cast a spell. Yes, I know that. Very well. Check in my inventory, and I'll have two pensions. Perfect. You take a pinch, throw it in front of you. The door opens to reveal a small figure hunched over clearly a chest full of treasure. Your eyes meet. Oh, hello! Stay back. I'm going to lift up my staff and re and ready a lightning bolt and ask what's its name and what is it doing here? Oh, I'm just waiting for uh, for our new player to unmute their microphone. Uh... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm hunched over something and I have no idea why. So I don't even know who you are. So just back the fuck off. Okay, dude. I'm not good here. Are you good? No, I'm not good either. Back off. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to do an intimidation check, and I'm going to make my staff completely light up with lightning and act like I'm going to attack if, if I don't get an answer. Hey, Doug. Yo. Hi. 
Can I ask, do I recognize the boys? We chatted on video earlier and I showed you my secret cat. No, this no, is this is in game. In game. Oh, shit. <laughs> I swear to God, I have no idea. <laughs> oh, oh, DM. Another thing. Remember, my head is still that of a is still that of a ram. I remember. So those are rich. I was so laughing at random, our new friend making the same mistake that we've all made. No, yeah, we're constantly like, was that in character? <laughs> like, I'll respond sometimes, and it'll sound like I'm responding as Lula, but I'm totally out of character. It's just natural. It's all trial and error. It's all good. <clears throat> so, yes. You meet this new uh, figure hunched over a treasure chest. Well, uh, 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 right, okay. Um, I've got a potion here. It'll bring you back to whatever it is you call normal. Will you take it? Nope. Yeah. Um, that's a 27. That's a 27 for an intimidation check from a, a random guy surrounded by a sheep with a ram's head and a lightning bolt in his hand staring this this thing down. Very well. You do your absolute best to intimidate this hunched over new person who doesn't even know That's who funny. they are. I'm just trying to scare them shitless to take the potion. But with no. the 27, I hope I get it. They said no. Consent, brother. Okay. Sorry, dude. Nope. It's, we have a, a very strong rule in this game is that uh, no matter what, if somebody says no for their character, that's the end of it. Sorry. No, I don't know, he was telling me. Question. What is wrong with them? Why are you trying to, like, push this on them? Ow! The reason why you must be that evil one to take over the world. God. <laughs> He's doing everything he can to further the interest of sheep. Hold on, hold on. I need to pause. I don't think you realize what happened. Killed Dom because I just did something he finds incredibly hilarious, and it's so okay. stupidly simple. Okay, so for the listeners at home, so for the past few weeks, every time she says "God," it makes me think of Napoleon Dynamite saying it. So every single time, I just bust out in laughter. I hate you. That's horrible. I can't say it anymore. It's so hard. It's such an average thing for me to say. Me saying dude. I want to say it now. All right. So, as you meet this new person, they decline the potion. All right. So, uh, why are you here? Pretty 
fucking. Sorry, can you say that again? I was, oh, oh, I was just child. asking Madam Maven why she was there. Like, you know, what she's doing there. Who? Yeah. Who are you? Honestly, um, I took something that somebody gave me and against my own wishes, not actually. It wasn't kind of against, no, it was with my wishes, but then I wound up here and I have no idea what I'm doing. That sounds like an average Tuesday night for me at the bar. Exactly. But I didn't have enough money for the drink, so, you know, some mystery got thrown in there and here we are. Oh, so they roughed you up and threw you somewhere. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. I thought well, it was going to be off on the games and, yeah. No, it wouldn't be the first time. Won't be the last. But I'll tell you what, though. Uh, right now, and he's going to point just a gesture generally around him. We're in this old prison cleaning out all the, the buggy bees for the king. And he's paying us a pretty penny. And he said we can keep whatever we find. If you decide to join us for a wee bit, we can see about throwing a, quite a bit of coin your way. So do I have to roll to say, yeah, that sounds good, or what? Nope, that's in, in this is what we call a free action. Uh, normally, if you're in combat, you have only so many things you can do. However, when you are not in combat, such as now, you can say whatever you want, do whatever you want, only if I, at the point, would deem it worthy of a role, I would then mention it. And and trust me, I, I'm usually pretty loosey-goosey with that. I don't force anything onto my plate. I mean, if you're clearly lying, I'm going to make you make a deception check. But if you're, you know, refusing to answer, it's just going to be like, okay. <clears throat> okay. Hi, sorry. I had a work call come through. So, what do you say to earn a At little bit of money? I mean, you already have so much treasure. Do, do you really think they're going to want some money? Well, that depends on... Okay, just because I call my dildo collection treasure does not mean that somebody else is going to think it is too. You have a dildo collection? You don't? You don't? No, because I have a husband. And I have a purple wrestler, so we're good. Good for you. God, you're just like your dad. Holy shit. And he's gonna pull out like a two foot long floppy one. I I've called this one George. He's gonna pull out like a two inch one floppy one. I know one for a fact you take that one deep. No, yeah. I inherited this one from your mom. I'm on the rough side of town. Shit. Hey, you woke up here. Don't look at us. Oh, no. We're actually really good friends. Like, I knew his dad, and I'm just keeping his dumb no, ass I'm alive. No, I'm like, all of this. Like, I keep roasting each other. This is great. This is, like, awesome. Okay, but I'll tell you what. Do you know what's really good? Lula, Lula, give me the pipe. The I don't pipe. Want to 
I don't know about that. You know what? Here you go. And Lula pulls out her beautiful enchanted flute of smoking weed, her beautiful jar, and passes it. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, uh, Tim Hopper. And I pass it to Bickle. Well, uh, Tim Hopper, one of our previous characters, came across a bag of unlimited cocaine, used it to get a oh, shopkeeper geez. so stoned that he went out, Bungaree Chubbins, I remember him, he went out so stoned because he wanted to have sex with the moss and had a heart attack at 127 years old. And no. I will say, I then stole that bag of unlimited cocaine and it is now in my possession. That's Damn! Great. Holy shit! They, um, they heads up, so you will happen. never know if I steal something. Trust me, in real life, I will never know if anybody has cocaine. Fair enough. It's totally fun. I just assume everybody has it and nobody doesn't. <laughs> no. It's a great way to go about life, to be honest. Alex, whatever. Just, uh, I don't get that. I, whatever. Oh. Mm-hmm. So Bickle Jr. Is Sweet. going to grab the pipe of unlimited weed, and he's going to roll a constitution saving throw with disadvantage. That's a nat 20 and a 13. He is doing pretty good. Oh, and by the way, we are allowed to get stoned on the job. Basically, we're well, allowed to do a lot of things. That's don't tell us what we because... do. <laughs> they really don't care as long as we get the job done. We get job like, done? Like, who needs the job done? Or is that part of the story? Oh, there's always a job to be done. Always money to make. But I'm just, I'm on a quest. I'm just trying to keep these idiots alive. <laughs> I'm just oh, trying to, very I'm just trying to make money. And Bickle Jr. is going to hand a small flask. It's unlimited whiskey. It's courtesy of me dad who died. Do you want a drift? Juice. I don't know. If you don't want a drink, it's not it's not for everybody. But I'll tell you what, maybe we try to get that uh, that chest open there for you, see what's inside. You sure that chest to me, I'm automatically gonna take a drink because I know I don't have the nuts without it. So you don't have I know that's not how this game works, and I apologize to people. Oh no, and, hey, honestly. This game is exactly what you want to make it. I have no expectations for anyone other than if you want to have a character voice, have a character voice. If you don't, don't. If you want your characters to be a drunk lush, go for it. If you want them to be, you know, the Pope, go for it. It Makes the game fun. All that diversity. Yes. So Pickle Jr. is going to get exceedingly drunk. Like he always. Going, he is going to pass his bar, his flask of unlimited whiskey to Lula and back her pipe. He is then going to pass them both to Bahandris, or pass the pipe to Bahandris, and go, Alright, so who knows how to open a chest? 
Uh, first you undo one button, and then the- Oh, a different chest, sorry. Uh, I can do that as well. I would like to pull out my lockpicking kit and pick the lock. Very well. <laughs> Go ahead and roll to pick the lock. Dex check. Or sleight of hand, rather. Hold on. So, for starters... I did get a nat 20, oh, but with my modifier, that's a 44. Nothing beats a nat 20 anyway. For ever-loving sake, really? Uh, <laughs> uh, technically, she's been playing this game so long, she's over level 20. However, I Yeah, still, this is my first character I made for the campaign. Well, her... I'll put it this way. Her drive to my finish her quest is second to none. Yeah, she's quite literally been on this quest for, um, since the kids were, I'd say about three or four years old, she decided it's finally time to bring the husband home from wherever the hell he went fucked off to. And honestly, the fact that everyone is so generous, I cannot tell you how much that means to me. It's so great. <laughs> because I'm over here, like, geeking out like I always do. And I'm like, I have a level one, um, three plus initiative, um, doubt halfling rogue, whose armor class is 13, but I don't think I can do anything with that thing that she just said, because, you know, we just like, let me tell you something, and throw them down. Let me tell you something, my armor class is also 13, it doesn't matter how high a level you are, sometimes it's just shit. I have oh, so no. many cons to this character, but no, that character did not mean He, her father was a thief, and her name, that last name, is literally Mossfoot, which means nobody. She disappears. She'll just disappear. You won't even know she's gone. So when I was like sixteen years old, I'm not sixteen years old anymore. I'm a lot older <laughs> than that. I know, shocking. When I was 16 years old, and I still had wanted to play D&D, and had been like 10 years, I had a freaking character come to me, and I just like, I had this whole entire thing's backstory, and it's just, why does this occupy my mind? <laughs> Honestly, it's love I'm of the like, game. Yep. Yeah, but I wanted the game way before the game loved me. Fair, fair. But love I me was your friend. I think the first time I played was when I was 13 or 14 and my stepdad pulled out his very, like, the box with the old art style and everything and, like, old everything and I had to fight a slime block for the first time and I was by myself. <laughs> I basically, yeah, I just, it, it's mostly just no, it's That's true. my age and the fact that I don't have none. Do I no. have to tell that story, Doug? Um, long story short, uh, her please, father... Please don't, please don't tell the story unless you need to. For oh, your okay. sanity. I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. save the story for out of game is all. Yeah, I'll tell you after. Okay. Oh shit, we're so. still in- Oh my gosh. See, this is- you guys- you guys really need to- Oh no, 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 don't worry, we do this- This is what we do! I'm monologuing! I'm literally monologuing, and nobody is over here going, Um, you know that 
not how this works, right? You do, you do realize we all monologue a lot. That's kind of part of having a character. Yeah, but this is my first time, and I haven't had to roll any dice because everybody's just like coming across my sad sack ass because that's what I figured I would be. And now we're just like having a real heart to heart. Here, here, I'll give you some dice to roll. Hey, Doug. Yo. I'll give you some dice to roll. I would like to take a hit off my pipe and then blow the smoke in her direction. Done. Constitution Second hand smoke, baby. Oh, smoke or not, whether you're blown in my direction, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Ohio strong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, speaking of, uh, yeah, Cleveland's actually looking pretty good this year. Shocking. Right? Did you, even with Nick Chubb and his, ooh, even with that. Uh, that could I get that uh, constitutional saving throw from you, friend? Yeah, Constitution saving throw. Got dice. Oh, I swear to God, my my ex has been in the parking lot for probably like twenty five minutes, and fuck him, I don't give a shit. He's like, I know she's up there doing something weird. I, I don't give a shit. What'd you roll? David? That was weird. Oh, um, do uh forward slash R uh and then do what was it? Forward slash roll. Uh and then just space or like enter to do it. Well you could just use your regular oh, D twenty for Yeah. Yeah, D twenty. Treat it like how I didn't know what any of the fucking dice were, Doug. Oh, okay. So yeah, just roll the d20 and uh, for a constitution saving throw. So anytime it's a it's a check or it's a, a like a savings throw or whatever, yeah. then it's typically a d20 because that's your uh, your go-to dice for just about everything. The sexy one. Mm-hmm. Well, they're all kind of sexy. They're just only designed to be used in their own special ways. Have you seen the D20? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just talking shit. Sorry, just shut me up. No, it's all good. But, I, I've lost so many freaking die over the years, but that's why I like crime is sharp edge. I just have to find it with my feet. Nice. Bug. You, buddy, you're awesome. Uh, oh, by the way, yeah, where do you see them? Uh, Before I forget, fourteen against your armor class. Oh, fuckers! You know that hits. All right, that is going to hit you in the chest. You are suddenly no! going to. You are suddenly going to look down and see a small arrow into your chest. As well, baby <gasps> sheep number one, 11 against its armor class. I have to look up the armor class of sheep. Well, no, 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 Dom's not, Dom's not in here right now. You, I think you went to the bathroom. 
Doesn't matter. This is all happening simultaneously. Uh, they oh, have no! ten hit points and oh, sorry, ten armor class and three hit points. First attack. Eleven hits in left arm. Okay. Next attack. Natural twenty to the head. Oh shit, that's so serious. And a ten to the leg. And now I roll one d6 each for damage. Uh, four, six, five. So, Lula, you take one d6 damage at one damage. As you look down and you see the small dart-like arrow piercing into your chest. You look over uh, and you see the sheep all <laughs> whomp, whomp, whomp. As all three of the baby sheep Are fall these... over. Bickle manages to avoid no. it. Very Bondress, 20 against his armor class. I couldn't tell you, he's not here. It's in that 20. Six D six. Oh no! Four and five. That is nine plus four, thirteen. Fourteen, thirteen, sixteen, eighteen damage to Mary Bondress as the arrows have flown seemingly out of nowhere. Give me a moment, I'm grabbing what I need here. Like, pull on pause real quick so Dom can get back. Oh, I, I kind of am paused. I'm just setting up the scene here. It doesn't need a pause. Babe. I have Let's bad news. Oh, gosh. Just, just sit down. Go on, Doug. Uh, I was just pulling out the, uh, the five goblin warriors. And... How did we get into a fight? We got ambushed. I I got hit. Like, I got shot in the chest. And how much damage? I got, like, what, one damage? No. What, what's my damage? 18 is yours. I only got 18? Mm-hmm. Cool. Whose go is it? Um, well, uh, well we haven't gotten that. Can I wait and see that? Um, Dom? Well... Well, they kill yes. all your sheep. Oh, really? Yeah. Hey, DM. Yes. I love you. Oh, no. Oh, no. Invoke 
the Bahandra's rage. <laughs> DM. Yes. You told me whenever I acquired this staff that it would have some qualities of the staff of the ma ma Magi. Correct. I'm going to use seventh level lightning bolts to see if I can chain lightning all of them with a religion roll to see what I can do for my god. I will allow you and to try it. However, if you fail, you will open yourself to an attack of opportunity. Let's do it, because he is he is literally losing his shit right now since they all got killed. They all dropped dead in front of him, by the way. Like, you witnessed it. Yeah, he's gonna lose his shit. <laughs> Damn. Very well. Matt uh, David, would you like to to uh, roll for initiative with everyone, or would you like to stay away from the battle for now? I want in. Tell me what to roll. Very well, my friend. So, this being your first battle, what we do is we establish the order of initiative. Everybody rolls a d20, and then the highest number, for obvious reason, goes first. You take care of your rolls, I take care of all the enemy rolls. 21 for me, DM. Oh, 24. Hey. I, I, rolled, I rolled a 1 on the d20. And that 1? So, basically, just like sacrifice me to your gods. Well, the best part about this is, with a nat 1, you don't actually have to worry whatsoever about your character in this way. Because let's face it, when it comes to uh, a that one in combat, that's that's bad. And that one to establish the order, you can live through that. Um, maybe. <laughs> I would get roll the one. Holy shit! I got a twenty-four, Doug. Got it. I'm just gonna start rolling for all the enemies. So, Bickle Jr., 19. <clears throat> All right. And then one, four, five, six, eight. All right, so first in the order of initiative oh, is Lula. What do you want to do? Um, I would like to try and inflict some fear in these things. So I want to whip the dart out of my chest and swing the uh, chain spear around and, like, start moving towards them just menacingly. Very well. So that does use up some of your your movement. Mm -hmm. I'm not attacking it, but I do get um, a reaction because I am ready for them. <laughs> Apparently, um, 
my app is like, I need to tell you what this thing is on your screen all of a sudden. <laughs> all right, so, well, what language is this to speak? Well, that was helpful. All right, so, you go to intimidate the crap out of these things. Then what there, Lula? I rolled for intimidation and got a 23. All right, they get to roll. Uh, which one are you going to try to intimidate? Uh, the ones in the front uh, with the swords or the ones in the back with the bows? Uh, the ones in the front with the swords. Very, very well. Their constitution saving throws. Or for um, insight check 15 and 9. So they look at you. They look back at each other. They back off a little bit. I'm going to kill them. No, I'm going to kill them. I'm hiding. <laughs> All right. I feel like so. that should be an intimidation, like perk for Bahandras, because like imagine Lula going forward, swinging that, and just Bahandras coming out going no. I'm going to kill them. Just all calm and dead-eyed and shit. I will do a fucking roll right now. If it was his turn, I would let him. However, Lula, you still have an action, a free action, and a half your movement. You said an action? Can I attack? You can certainly try. I would like to take my chain spear and and swing it kind of like to the side above my head and then slash it downwards as hard as I can with all my strength. Yeah, sure. Which, which one are you going to go for? The ones with the swords or the ones with the bows? Ones with the swords that are so like the closest to me. Got it. All right. Go for your attack. Uh, I gotta find. All right, hold on. Ah! Almost left my dice. Hold on. Uh, I'm gonna No, no, you're Okay. All right. Hold on. A fourteen. Fourteen does not hit. <laughs> so next in the order is Mary Bondress. What do you want to do? I'm going to step up and I'm going to do an intimidation check at first after I say, no, I'm going to kill them. Very well. Kaylee can, and and Kaylee can, um, can back me up here. That's a 28. Nat 20, 28. So the very first goblin with the sword, he is going to... Four. Ah, uh, 
He is actually going to drop his sword and run. He's going to run down the stairs. Does anybody speak Goblinoid? Yes. So you speak Goblin? Uh Uh-huh. You hear him yell, I don't get paid enough for this shit. Oh, DM, can I can I do an attack of opportunity with my lightning bolt to chain react all of them at level seven? What's left? Yes, you still have to hit first. That's fine. What do you want me to roll? Um. Well, you have to do a uh, an attack roll, do you not? Actually, no. You have to roll. Is this for a saving throw? Saving throw. Yep. All right, what kind? That would be... Looks like Dex. Dex is a plus two, all right. So I've got to make four checks with plus two. Uh, Sixteen plus two, eighteen. Natural 20. 5. So that's a 7. And a 16. So a 18. So only one fails. You gotta make 19. Okay, so so 2 fail. I'm still gonna do the lightning bolt and I'm, I'm going to do a religion with this because I am absolutely livid and pissed. All right. Let me do the religion roll, and then you want me to do a D100, right? Yep. If the religion roll is successful. That is a 24 on religion. know what to do. Does that, does that succeed? Yes. What do you think? And that is a 95 out of 100. I can get a confirmation. No. Well, well, that is a good confirmation. With the higher rules, I feel more comfortable doing so. As two of these goblins take how much damage? Uh, let me bring this up. I had different things pulled up. Uh, 12d6 and half as much on the successful save, so the other two still take damage. So as these two different goblins vaporize away, you notice just behind them the glowing staff of a goblin shaman and the unmistakable clank and smell 
of something much, much worse. DM. Yes. Remember, the other goblin, the other goblins still take damage, even though they've made a successful roll. They take half. Well, they would have had the shaman not dispelled it. And I can only cast one spell, correct? Per turn, yes. I just wanted to make sure. So getting used to yep. wisdom. That's totally fine. Uh, this goblin shaman, as it enters battle, still next in the order is going to be Bickle Jr., And he's going to cash this is mockery because why the hell not? And he's going to look dead at the goblin shaman and tell him, tell your mom to stop changing her lipstick. Me dick's starting to look like a rainbow. I remember that one till later. That is a good one. And he is going it to say. Alright, so. Next in the order is going to. Well, was going to be two of the dead goblins, but they're gone. Uh, next is going to be the goblin shaman. A shoblin. We should call it a shoblin. Okay. Ah, there we are. That's what I was looking for. It's a wisdom modifier. And, um, by the way, <clears throat> Mary? Yes? With its goat staff... <laughs> It reaches with a plus three to hit you for 17 against your armor class. That hits. And what it's going to do is get close to you and cast Firebolts. Using its goat staff as it worships the same god as you, apparently. And hits you with 4d10 damage. Like, that's part of this? I will take it. Five. Zero. So it's ten. Nine. Five. You take 29 points of fire damage. That's fine with me. <laughs> then, next in the order is going to be the bugbear. 
It is going to run up to Lula with a and roll to smash you with a mace. No! Eight against your armor class. <coughs> Does it hit? Next in the order is... Mad Maven, what do you want to do? <coughs> um... Basically, I feel like I'm being really cool, just like staying out of the way of all like the weapons and shit. So <laughs> I'm just gonna hook her down here in my corner and just like. I don't blame you. Shit. All right. If you want, like for really just like, to like do. Stuff my ass. Yeah. I'm gonna be over here being quiet, which I never do, but. Okay. Okay. Right. I love so. you, DM. <laughs> yeah, sure. Next in the order is... Lula, what do you want to do? Um, well, since the bugbear missed, I would like to... I have to do this. I am going to cast a spell. Uh, let me find it. I'm going to cast Power Word Kill at ninth level on the bugbear. Who did you get pissed off by? The bugbear! He can have the goblin, the bugbear, and talk shit. Nobody else is going to be able to take that down except me with that. Uh, you can certainly try. Alright. So, a power word kill. You utter a word of power that can kill instantly. Anything that has uh, 100 hit points or fewer, it dies. Otherwise... It has no effect. What word do you utter? Rot. And instantly, the bugbear falls down dead. Next in the order is Mary Bondress. What do you want to do? You know how I said I love you, right? I vaguely remember being told that once or twice, yes. Good, I'm gonna use the the mask that you gave me and I'm going to turn into my deity. You stated <laughs> by rule. You stated wood by rule, letter by letter, transform into anyone or anything they can think of for ten minutes, so I'm going to do so. Very well. And DM? Yes. As a deity, I have a legendary action, correct? You resemble a deity. You are not a deity. But the way you said it, transform into anyone or anything, that means 
transform, not become. Okay. Transform your likeness. Fair enough. But you still And DM. Yes. Seventh level firestorm, please. Ugh. Out of my mouth. Holy shit. You don't realize how pissed Very off I well. am in real life and in D&D. Oh, now it translates. So it would be 7d10. However, you can only do it on one 10 foot cube, which would be one, if not two, of the goblins at most. Uh, it says they, I summon 10 sheets of flame, each covering 10 foot cubes for a total of. 40 blocks, 200 square feet. I can uh, cast it from 150 uh, feet away. Very well. As you cast it and notice that the shaman, as a reaction, has cast Leotum's tiny hut. But are all the others within its safety? They are directly behind it. It is a very small bubble. Your fire dispels. The bubble remains. You are temporarily out of combat. What do you want to do? Guys? I'm here. Uh, you are temporarily out of combat. What do you want to do? I'm going to use Fire Shield on myself again, and I am going to walk up to the tiny hut and try to do an intimidation check to demand speak with the shaman outside the hut. Nothing you can say or do will reach inside of it, and you know that. You have used that spell before, my friend. You know it is impenetrable. I didn't think it was impenetrable to voices, though. Because be we were able to hear stuff inside the outside. If you want to, you can hear. They don't want to. Would dispel magic work? At the right level. Well, I'll give it a shot. Fourth level dispel magic, please. Make an arcana check. Sounds good. Just a moment. With advantage. As a 26. Ah, uh, very well. With a simple of your hand, 
you lift Leotum's tiny hut to be faced with two goblins aiming bows directly at your face. First, a 17 against your armor class. Second, another 17 against your armor class. They both hit. As you take 1d6 per. Three. And three, you take six damage to the face. That's fine. Next in the order is Bickle Jr. I think he's going to go with another vicious mockery. What do we think? Uh, Bickle's gonna look at the, uh, the goblins, and he's gonna go, When you scrub a shitter, how long does it take for you to realize that the piece of shit you're trying to clean is your own reflection? And roll for damage, and... Yeah, that... That, that, that goblin's gonna have PTSD now. Great. You have a goblin PTSD. Next uh, in the order is Mad Maven. What do you want to do? Um, oh, my shit's out Um, can I do a dexterity check just for fun? Sure. What do you want to try to attempt? Um, uh, not sure. Um, maybe a cartwheel, because I've never done one before. And I feel like it would be distracting. Ah! I'll tell you what, if you give me a performance check on a cartwheel to see if you can distract them, I'll give you advantage to roll for distraction. Okay. Because, I mean, that is a very valid strategy to distract your enemies while you're trying to hurt them. Yes. So, All right, so go ahead and uh, give me a d20 for that performance check. All right, hang on, let me go find it. Swear to God, y'all, though, this one is one on foot in this shit. Yeah. <laughs> For real. A, fuck, a four? Come on. You guys have a curse. A four. You have advantage. <laughs> but still, it just sounds so lame. So, yes. And that's, my uh, that's how the game's played. But it I'll tell you what, I would rather have a thousand people make a crap roll to make the game more interesting than, oh, 20, I win, oh, 20, I win, oh, 20, I win. That's literally would... the only reason my race is still alive, that's it. So yeah, go ahead and uh, roll for your advantage, and... 
So uh, advantage with you, which, you which roll twice and take the higher advantage? number. Hmm? Wait, which one is my advantage? Uh, advantage is when you roll the same dice twice and take the higher of the two numbers. No, 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 I know that one. It's like, which one do I roll? Like, do I roll the d20 again? Yes. Okay. Okay, 19 is better. That's pretty. 19 is a lot better. So, I know. Nope, as long as you get a, a, a decent enough roll. So, all of a sudden, in the background, you start doing cartwheel after cartwheel after cartwheel. And you're just. Spinning around and having fun. Distracting the ever-loving crap out of the goblins. And now they are going to have disadvantage on their next defense. So everyone's attack has advantage on their next one against the goblins. Next to the order is... Lula, what do you want to do? Lula. So let me see. Where's everything positioned right now? The goblin. The goblins are still alive. Uh, three of them. Three of them. Three of them. Um. Uh, can you adjust your microphone a bit? I'm getting kind of some feedback. I don't know how. I don't really have feedback. Oh, it's like the echo in your guys' room. No, I think I'm echoing on a... Oh, sorry, that might be my room. Let me turn it down. Oh, hopefully that's better. Oh, no, you're okay. Um, It happens to all of us. Honest mistake. I would then... I'm going to use another spell slot. And I'm going to cast... Powered stun at eight level on the goblin shaman. All right. As you utter what word? Subjugate. Good work. With the sudden word, subjugate, you notice the shaman stiffen up and immediately fall to the floor, unable to continue combat, leaving simply the bugbear and the two with swords, or the two with bows, rather. What do you want to do? No, the bugbear's dead. I killed it. Oh, that's right. Its icon did not disappear on my map. There it goes. Okay. I'm I'm done with my turn, by the way, though. Very well. So you have stunned the shaman. Next in the order is Mary Baantris. There is a stunned shaman on the ground and two goblins with bows. What do you want to do? Is there any body of a goblin near me? 
There is the unconscious stunned shaman. How close is it? Five feet. I'm going to take a. I'm going to take a few steps forward, and I'm going to press my the ball of my foot onto the goblin's neck and cast Wall of Fire. And I'm just going to stare at the goblin while I do it to the other goblins. So, deck saving throw uh, or 5d8 damage, half as much on a successful save. Alright, so two deck saving throws. 12 and 15. So they it's each uh, 68. Okay, and what is your spell save, DC? 17. Ah, only one saves then. So one takes 68, one takes half as much. Go ahead and roll it up. Uh, wait, 17. Should be 19. I'm, I'm just going to take it anyway. Okay. Uh, rolling. Twenty-seven and half would be thirteen point five. As you cast this wall of fire and watch the two goblins away with a DM. DM I am staring directly at the shaman, staring him down under my foot as I do this to his his friends. I know, and he's still unconscious. Oh, well, fuck. I didn't know he was unconscious. I thought he was just... Howard's stunned. He's stunned. Incapacitated fills his I know. I thought, I, All attacks have... Yeah. Advantage. I thought that he could still see and hear. Uh, in this case... He is unconscious. I do recall saying that before. Okay. My bad. It lies unconscious with its friends currently made to dust. You are now out of combat. I'm going to pick up the Goblin Shaman, take the staff, and I'm going to turn the staff over and spike it. Spike it. I am going to impale it on its own staff. What do you mean impale it on its own staff? Oh, you mean impale the shaman. Yeah, so I'm going to take the shaman's staff, shove it through his anus, so the sheep's head replaces his own. Wow. Okay, two things. One, what is your alignment? Well, it was neutral. Not now anymore. It's not. No, I'm not anymore. I'm going to say your 
Chaotic evil. Yeah, that, I'm, I'm going to change. What, uh... Oh, hold on. First things first. You need to make a religion saving throw. To... to have not your own deity for impaling one of your own fellow priests on one of your own fellow gods' idols. And I got a 23. Your goat's deity, a sheep's head deity, approves. As you impale the shaman, you notice its staff slithers towards yours, not unlike a snake, joining towards and slithering up yours to make a two-headed staff. And DM? Yes? Just for good measure, because of how pissed off he is, he is going to use immolation on the Dominic's body. Gonna use what? Immolation. Immolation is the act of lighting yourself on fire. The spell is described flee flames wreathe one creature you can see within range. The target must must make a dex. It takes eight D six fire damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful one. The burning target sheds bright light in a 30-foot radius and dim light for an additional 30 feet. What do they do to these you? Magical flames cannot be, these, these oh, magical yeah, flames cannot can be extinguished by non-magical means. So he is permanently now a torch if it hits. Roll to see if it hits. That would be on you. Very well. Next saving throw, and he is still stunned, right? Seven. And so, yes, with disadvantage. Fifteen, so seven. And we are going to end tonight's game with the crack and and pop of the dissolving goblin shaman after being subjected to its own god's wrath. So everyone, thanks for listening to this short episode. Don't forget, go check out the guys over at Primus Sharp Edge Dice, the Real Fresh channel. All those fun people, thanks for listening.